you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is worthy. He alone uh, deserves all the glory we can give him. He alone is our wonderful God. And uh, so thankful for the Savior. So thankful for the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. So thankful that God the Spirit ministers to me, that Christ ministers to me through the Holy Spirit of God in my heart. So thankful with so many new things. So thankful that Kevin is back with us, and we still find him up there by Fayetteville, North Carolina. How's things going, brother? Good, Doctor Carriger. I'm I'm doing well. I I arrived back here, and and I said, brother, I love you, and I am just thrilled to be. I'm not with you, but I'm I'm glad we've talked on the phone various times. Of course, yeah. thrilled to be back, and I mean thrilled to be. I'm in my motor home, man. Praise God. I'm here. And yeah. I, um, yeah, I popped the slides back out. They're working good. And thanks for praying for everything. Yeah, that's good, brother. And we, and, and folks, let's continue praying. Uh, we're going to put out some more messages. We're, we're wrapping up trying to uh, bring in the rest of the money. And poor Kevin is, uh, you know, sometimes when things go, they really go. And it just, the timing was tough. But great news is just before Christmas, his pastor put together a great way to give as, as well as at Wounded Spirits. We're going to be talking about that in, in the days to come and probably putting a letter out. And, and uh, so we'll be talking about that. One of the things we're working on right now is uh, actually signing people up to be part of the Wounded Spirits Army. And uh, so we're, I'm working with the website guy right now. So pretty soon you'll be able to go to woundedspirits.com slash army and sign up to get our weekly prayer letters and things like that to be part of the army, the prayerful army, to, to be ready to be mobilized, to be ready to do those things. So um, Kevin, it is great to have you back. So today's word that we're talking about here is praying. And uh, we talked about bringing glory to God, and one way that we do that is by praying, by recognizing that he alone is worthy of our prayers, that we should intercede for people, that we should have prayer and supplication, that we should do those things. And one verse that caught my attention, I was just telling Kevin about a minute ago, is over in Job chapter 42, 10. And we remember that Job, he just went through the fire. Mrs. Job, they lost everything they had. Life was upside down, and God showed up. And we remember that God allowed that to happen. Satan came and said, man, I want to take on Job. And, uh, and God uh, said, he's got it. And we remember Job and the things he did in his life. And were there some mistakes? You bet. Did he have some friends who were knuckleheads? Yeah. Hey, you know what, folks? I have friends who are knuckleheads. I believe half my friends are knuckleheads, okay? But, <laughs> and, and I want you to know, if, if you don't think any of your friends are knuckleheads, you might be the knucklehead. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I think I, too, am the knucklehead. But over there in Job 42.10, here's Job. He gets to the point, kind of asks some tough questions, Kevin. He says things like, where were you? when I made the world where, you know, I'm God, you're, you're just Job. Let's get things right. And all of a sudden Job's head and heart. And that's happened to me a lot. All of a sudden I click back in place and I say, Lord, I'm sorry. And the Bible says, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before 
Everything changes, Kevin. Everything changes when we get our hearts right with God. So true. So true. You know, prayer, the people talk about the ground, praying, praying ground, get on praying ground. And God, God is approachable, very approachable, but we don't approach him on our own righteousness or our own um, plan, our own basis. It's got to be uh, we talked several weeks ago about in the name of Jesus. It's not a formula to pray. You don't even have to use that terminology. I would never want to avoid using it, but it's it's not a magic genie type of prayer. But the the idea that it's all about Jesus, for Jesus, from Jesus. And then number two, um, humility. Like you were talking about, you know, every once in a while, God brings us back down to earth. And I'm so thankful, you know, as, as I was there with, um, with mom and she was just lingering and it just was, um, she was congestive heart failure. So some of you have been through that kind of thing. Some of you may be experiencing that kind of thing where it's just difficult to, you know, the, the heart's just not able to get the blood going through the body in a way that sheds the, uh, that uses the water correctly. And so it kind of builds up around the heart and the lungs and so forth. And it's just a, it's a rough way. But as I was going through some of those things, you know, it, it became difficult to, to get a hold of God. And, and I think that's common to man. There's times where God seems aloof, you know, David said, be not afar off. And, and he knew God was not gone, but he felt it. And so when I was, in that there was a hospital bed on my, when I first got there, my mom was in the hospital. Yeah. Then there was a hospital bed set up in the house where my brother lived and mom came home to the house and she had lived there actually for two months because things were just so difficult, but she laid there. And I, I can just remember th thinking, Lord, I feel, I feel very distant from you. I don't feel like my prayers are going, you know, the, the, the his heavens are as brass is a term you hear. And that's in the scriptures when God just shuts up heaven and they become brass because of, you know, it's a, it's a sign of a curse. But when you feel that way in your time of need, that's part of a traumatic situation. And it's on one hand, it might be Satan attacking on the other hand it's just it's just our flesh our flesh is going through it and our flesh is having a hard time focusing and god knows those things he remembers that we're dust so praying ground for me you know came when i finally just what you said doug was like okay god I feel like i'm just on i'm in realville again mm. this is my situation i'm having a hard time i don't feel you I'm going to croak out what I can here. And you know what? The beauty of it is for all the terrible praying I did during those days or week, it was two weeks that I was there, that uh, God, when I opened the word, God gave me stuff that was undeserved and unexpected. And I'm just talking about, wow. And I preached the funeral and the morning of the funeral, God gave me stuff that loaded my gizzard with... Um, with thankful hearts. And I just felt some glory uh, while I was preaching it there. But uh, yeah, prayer is, is where we're connected with God. And sometimes God has to make the connection and by, by bringing us low. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah. Boy, that makes so much sense. And, 
And uh, that's good, brother. And getting to that place. And what a great example. I got to that place. And I said, Lord, I, and, and folks, I want you to know that, that Kevin's not alone in that place. We, we find ourselves there, don't we? And uh, I remember over in the book of James, I'm trying to remember what verse it is. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Uh, is there any Mary sing Psalms? And we saw in Kevin, right? We saw the transition when he got there, he's in the hospital saying, God, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know where, where I'm at with you. And then just several days later, there he is singing Psalms to God with his mom. And, uh, and folks, I, I think that's a transaction that takes place in our hearts. Uh, when, when God gets a hold of that heart and we realize there's nowhere else to go, I, I have to realize that all the time. All the time, I, I have to realize, hey, there's nowhere else I can go. And, um, and, and those things are, are really, really hard. And, and uh, it's really great when you've got a God you can go to. And, uh, and, and it's, it's him alone. I remember years ago, Kevin, I, we had just moved back from Germany, and we were living in Virginia, and there was one of the Christian radio stations was, it had some peculiar stuff on it. It had some good, you know, it was, uh, it, it was like a two-faced Christian radio station. Sometimes it was really good, and then after a certain time at night, until early in the morning, it wasn't all that great. And there was this lady who came on and she represented herself as minister. And I'll just grab a name like Jane, not picking anyone named Jane, but she would pray for you with Holy ghost power for $25. She would stop everything she's doing. You just put her, go to her website, put your credit card in, and she was going to pray for you. Uh, and, and I was thinking after listening to that, and this is years ago and I haven't even thought about it in quite some time, but this is what I was thinking. We've got a God that's infinitely valuable, and we have a direct line to him. And when we're saved, we have the Holy Ghost of God in our hearts, guiding us, leading us, sending us. And I don't know about you, Kevin, but I don't need to pay 25 bucks. No, no, praise God. You know, that reminds me of, of lighting candles for money. It's just yeah. it's ridiculous. It's a vending machine for God. People, you know, but no, God... It says, call unto me in the day of trouble. I will answer thee, and thou shalt glorify me. It's just a setup God's made. The trouble comes. The trauma's there. We take it to God. God answers, and we glorify him with our, you know, we're blessed, and God is blessed, and everything's just great. We end up walking with God closer. That's the plan of God. Just yeah, a closer hard. walk with him. I, I might write a song about that, but I think someone beat me to it. But uh, <laughs> hey, folks, hang, so. with, <laughs> hang with That's a good song. Maybe we'll have Kevin sing that. We'll be right back with you, and uh, we'll be right in John 17. return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Well, folks, as we continue on with the life of Christ, we find ourselves in the book of John, chapter 17, verses number 6 through 10. And, and uh, in this broadcast, amply, uh, you know, aptly named prayer and praying, uh, praying to God. So yesterday we did bring glory to God. Today we're praying to God. And we find ourselves over here in John 17, 6, and it said, I have manifested thy name unto men, which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were 
and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them words which thou gavest me, and I have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world. I pray for them which thou hast given me, for thou art thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. We see so much going on. You know, Jesus is mentioning, uh, you know, this revelation that he was manifested in God's name to his disciples. Uh, he didn't speak out of turn. He didn't come out of, it was all about God. It was pointing people to God. It was, you know, he wasn't coming outside of his character. He was talking, it's all about God's nature. It's all about God's character. And and he was able to say that prayer. And, and, and friends, that's where I think we need to find ourselves at. And then, and then praying for believers. Another thing, when we think of prayer, sometimes we forget that, but we need each other. And you guys have been done marvelous, marvelously at that, uh, with Kevin and everything going on with his camper and with his coach and, and with his mom's home going and, and, and continue to pray for his family as they put their lives together, uh, with mom being in heaven and them being here. And, and, and Kevin, you know, as the Lord spoke, there were so many things he was going on, but he continues on with this prayer. He's speaking, you know, about the disciples, his relationship with God, their relationship with God, how he's tried to do the things right. And this is what I found as I look at this. I, I found that he's praying, uh, what God's word's always been about. He's using God's word and God's character and God's nature to pray. It isn't, God, give me the lottery here, Kevin. It's, it's Lord, I've tried to do those things, and, and uh, I pray for these believers. I'm praying for them. Yes. Boy, you, you, again, about praying ground, you're just hitting on. It's not about us. You know, the prayers that get answered are the ones, and I'm not a great prayer warrior by any stretch, but the prayers that do get Answer. God wants to answer all of them, but I think you've said it before. We pray according to his will, and in order to get our prayers in line with his will, our will has to become his will, and his will becomes our will. You know, his will does bend to our will. He is a good God. He's He loves us, and I'm, I'm with my grandkids as of today. They're swarming. There's three of them, and they're all over me. And, uh, it's good usually, yeah. but, but their, you know, their will is, uh, you know, I've got things to do. I've got, there's, there's a lot of, just, I've been back, I've been gone now I'm back and guess what? My day became their day and yeah. everything I planned was thrown to the wind. And I think about how, you know, Abraham was praying about lot and lot was, uh, in a city that was going to be destroyed and Abraham, you know, talked to God about it and God kept, you know, kind of lowering the, um, the stakes as it were to allow people to get saved. And unfortunately, Abraham assumed too many people were righteous in that city. And, uh, but he did let these people escape. And so I'm talking about a lot in his family, all of his family that were willing to get out anyway. But uh, on praying ground is when our will becomes just it's pliable to God's. And, and we're, hey, we're human, and it takes trauma sometimes. And that's why we do this broadcast. It takes trauma to wake up that our will has been too firm on 
selfish things. And we've, we've just, you know, like it says in the New Testament, for the time past uh, should suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles as we did all these various things at list. And, you know, we've had enough time to serve ourselves. Don't you think it's enough? Don't you think it's time to start serving God? Well, a lot of times God comes to us in our trauma and asks that very question. Don't you think it's you've had enough time serving yourself? You're ready. You're ready to just let God have his way. And when we do that, we find out that God bends heaven and earth and even makes the plan. Uh, altered to take in, and I realize he's sovereign, but makes the plan take in what we want because he's that way. He's that way. Uh, I love the text that we're looking at, um, Doug, is that it says, gave us me. You mentioned the, 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 the word and, 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 the, and the character of God. But number one, there's three things. It says, the men that thou gavest me, Jesus said. Then it says, the things that thou gavest me. So the men are verse six. There's a couple places where it talks about that. The things which thou hast given me. And then verse eight, the words which thou gavest me. So he's, Jesus is, is for us giving an example of how we approach God. And we're, it says all things are ours, whether life, you know, principalities, all things are given us. And so in this attitude, we come to prayer and say, Lord, everything's available. The cattle on a thousand hills. So I'm coming to you recognizing the things which thou hast given me. And then he talked about the words which thou hast given me. And so we have the words of God and we should be saying, Lord, what do you say about this issue? Here is my problem. What is it you say? I want to inventory my problems over against the promises of God. And then the idea of the men which thou gavest me, that's pretty potent. This whole verse six, I've manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me, Doug. The men which thou gavest me. The, wow. the humans that get saved are accepted by the Father and given as a gift to the Son so that, you know, all through this book of John, it says what basically the people that the Son of God has made a judgment call to allow into uh, relationship with the father. There's, they're the ones that the father has been that says, I will accept them because my son is acceptable. And of course he loves us all, but he made a way through his son to accept us. And so we are given as a gift. Do you realize if you're listening to this, you are a gift. If you are saved, you are a gift to the Father, I mean, excuse me, to the Son of God by Jesus Christ. You're a wedding gift. In fact, you're the wedding. You're the bride. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, it's the same t terminology. Uh, I don't want to take the, the, too much time here, but there's a terminology in the book of Acts. It says this, uh, Acts chapter 27, verse 24, the angel of God appeared on a ship that was doomed and said to Paul, fear not, Paul. Thou must be brought before Caesar. So there's a promise given to Paul. And lo, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. So he's not talking about these guys would be saved physically. That would be spoken maybe to the captain because these people are not Paul's. They're not his charge that they should live. But no, he was a witness. And in that sphere of his influence, what it was a wonderful com comfort and confidence to Paul when the angel of God said, hey, everybody's going to live, but yes, everybody is going to get saved. I believe 
everyone on that that thing they saw paul's testimony they heard him pray publicly they saw his confidence and through the trauma of a shipwreck i think all those guys got saved but uh it's tremendous that god has given people to the father yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. And not only that, but we see the unity and oneness that Christ is talking about, the unity he has with the Father that uh, the disciples have with him, and that just what Kevin's saying, that we need to have that oneness, that unity with God. He gives us people. He gives us human beings right on to work with, to, to help, to guide. But, boy, sometimes we can get persnickety, and we can turn sideways, and, and we can be off. But when we're praying, oh, man. When, uh, when we're all in and uh, when we're coming to God, when the supplication begins, when, uh, when the intercession begins, uh, folks, God's use you. Make today about prayer. Make today about other people. Make today about the relationship you have with God, about the relationship that you have in your life, and, and thank God for those things. We look forward to hopping right back into John 17 tomorrow as we continue on. We certainly hope you have a great day. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.